on WAJR AM and FM. This is the Talk of the Town. From Morgantown to Clarksburg, if it's happening, we're talking about it. Call the show toll-free, 1-800-765-8255. Now, here are your hosts for the Talk of the Town, Dave Wilson and Sarah Giosi. Good morning. Welcome into the program. Dave and Sarah back together for the duration. We used to have that on the hotkeys. We've never moved the hotkeys over from the old show to the new show. Welcome into the program, Dave and Sarah. Uh, Multiple ways you can get in touch with us. Uh, 304-TALK-304, that's the text line, which has become quite popular, actually. Uh, You can also call us, 800-765-8255, 800-765-TALK is the uh, toll-free number. We're on the Twitter, at Dave and Sarah AM is our Twitter handle. Big news over the weekend. The Hawks are the champions. University winning the Class AAA basketball state title. First one in school history. Uh, we will talk to one of the Hawks. We are running a covert mission right now <laughs> to get them out of class to uh, give us a call here in about 10 minutes. Uh, talk to one of the Hawks about the championship game on Saturday, beat Martinsburg. A little bit later on, didn't get much of a chance last week to just discuss and react uh, to the city budget, our conversation with city manager Paul Brake. And um, I heard your interview on, I believe it was Wednesday, with Councilman Ron Delaney. Got several things uh, I'd like to bring up, several questions that, for some reason, nobody on the uh, city council seems to be asking or wanting to ask in regards to the position and the direction of the city attorney. So we'll get into all of that as the show unfolds. 800-765-TALK, 800-765-8255. You can also uh, text us, 304-TALK-304. Did you miss me? Oh, Dave. I'm not getting any sincerity there, am I? Also, it was your birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah birthday was last week. Person. Yeah, thanks for, you know. Could have texted. Mm-hmm. I did. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I am very good, thank you. Oh, yeah, you did text me, didn't you? <laughs> you did. Gave you a little shout-out, gave you a little text. Look at me. I, I heard the shout-out. Did you? Yes, because you said, now I know he's not listening, but I was. <laughs> I was listening because we were getting ready to go on air with uh, the special pregame oh, show. Oh, sure. So I was uh, <laughs> listening in to the conversation being had. So it was a fun week. I, I, I got to say, I did not miss you. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, had, a, had a great week down in Charleston, by the way. Uh, not as great as the Hawks. Sure. Picking up. That's your old, that's your alma mater. I Where, know. I'm proud the, of them. I'm very proud. Where's the, where's the UHS gear I'm this morning? I'm very proud. From a technical side, I'm not sad that the whole thing's over. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure that everything aired right, but yeah. Where's all the universe? I'm, you should be decked out in hawk gear over there. You know, there. I can't fit in any of my old jerseys right now. I'm sure we so, could get so you. you can give me a little grace, right? I'm sure we can get you an old, uh, we'll get a new double X somewhere. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Just saying. I was hearing a story today about a lady in Texas who just had six at one time? At one time. Kids? Yeah, and she had them in, in nine minutes, all six of them. Nine That's minutes? That's why it made such big news. Holy And I was Lord. like, man, I feel like I can barely fit through the door right now. How on earth would you do it with five more in oh there? <laughs> what would you do with six kids? I don't the... know. I mean, you got a roster. You've got a basketball plus team plus a, yeah, somebody on the bench. Coming off the bench. Exactly That's all right. right. It's all right. Hmm. Thinking here. Uh, had a great week. Got to tell a story on Wiggy. 
Okay. Just one. And it was at the end. Now, mind you, this is at the conclusion. This is after the championship game on Saturday. Uh, my wife came down. Jenna was down there with me. And we had just walked back over from the Coliseum. And we're getting on the elevator at the hotel. And we were on the elevator with um, actually a listener. Uh, Miss Cottrell was on the elevator with us. Okay. And, uh, we were talking to her. Well, the door's about ready to close. And here comes Kyle and Luke. So we, you know, throw our hand up, stop the door, open it up. Whew, Wiggs just made it on the elevator. And he looks around, and Jenna goes, what floor are you going to, Kyle? And he looks around and goes, oh, we're on the first floor. <laughs> and just off the elevator, he goes, it's been a long week. <laughs> and Miss Cotter, the, 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 the lady and her daughter who were in the elevator are just cracking up, losing it. And she says, is that going to make the radio on Monday? Said, of course <laughs> it is. Just for you. But that was, now, to Wig's defense, that was at the end of 42 games in sure. two weeks there. So I understand. He was uh, ready to go home. We were all, all right. ready to go home all at right. the end of that. Poor Wiggy. Got on the elevator. <laughs> the only way that story would have got better is if we would have got to, like, the fifth or sixth floor before and he, realized he realized it. he was yeah. on the first floor. Yeah. <sighs> so what went on? What did I miss while I was gone? Oh, Anything? my goodness. Oh, my goodness. What? <laughs> Because <laughs> I was a long couple weeks for me. Too, I was Dave, entrenched in out. basketball the last two weeks. Right, and and you know, one obviously the biggest thing we were talking about, and um, we were especially doing this because our coverage, the way we did it for the tournament, for our other listening areas outside of Morgantown, um, Fairmont, Clarksburg, Bridgeport, all of those areas, they were having basketball games played during that time. So I was I was a little more focused on just the Morgantown area for the days that I was on here, um, and, and of course there was a lot coming. Out whenever we were talking about Morgantown City Council and over the last two weeks looking at the budget and then also the conversation about eliminating the city attorney uh, in in favor of using an area law firm and then what that looks like both from a charter perspective and a policy perspective and also from a budgetary perspective. So I think we we will continue to get into that um, on Friday. There was an interesting article, and, and we'll talk about this a little bit later in the Dominion Post, that it just it just rubbed me the wrong way. And so we started that conversation on Friday for Anything Goes and then ran out of time. So we'll <laughs> talk about happens. it today. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I have. A little bit later. I, I did not watch all of that three-hour uh, video from last mm -hmm. Tuesday's budget work session. Watch some of it, uh, particularly the parts that pertain to the city attorney. And, and I've got questions. I, and and look, I have much much confusion. I don't think. I don't. Oh, you know what? Let me let me save it. Say we're yeah, going to we'll come back it. to that here in a little bit. We'll save it because there's there's the questions about this particular issue, and those questions have begat mm -hmm. to use a first chapter of Matthew mm -hmm. word <laughs> uh, a begat a much larger question mm -hmm. for me. And I think for you, too, I, I think this is where you were headed on Friday, um, about where we're headed just overall. Because there's a municipal election in Morgantown less than a month from now. So, look, I know that's the worst tease in the world coming up, but mm -hmm. these things are starting to add up to ask the bigger question. And here's the question. And now think about this. Think about this, and you can answer. And give us a call, 800-765-TALK. I wonder if it's my question, too. Go ahead. Well, I think it is. But I'm going to phrase it a little bit differently. What's the okay. point of having a city council yeah. in Morgantown? That's my question. So what is your role? If you What's are a point? city council member and you don't have a say in these types of things, what is your role? We'll explain 
how we arrived yes. at that. Because I think we might have taken a little bit different oh, paths shocker. to arrive at the same question. <laughs> hey, coming up, we're going to hear from the Hawks University, crowned champions on Saturday. Um, let's see who we're going to have. I think we've got Caden Matheny. Uh, coming up on the other side of the break, we'll talk about the Hawks and their championship coming up. 914, Dave and Sarah. We're talking about your town on WAJR. Saturday night, Charleston Coliseum. University Hawks defeated top-ranked, top-seeded, undefeated Martinsburg, capturing the school's first high school boys basketball state title. Caden Matheny had 15 points in the championship game. He joins us. He was also on the all-tournament team, Sarah. He joins us this morning. We've pulled him out of school in a secret uh, operation to get him out of class this morning. Morning, Caden. Good morning. Hey, thank you for having me. (laughs) Has it uh, sunk in yet that uh, you're champions? Actually, I was just talking to Mr. Bailey right here, and uh, it, it hasn't sunk in. I'm, I'm still, I'm still on cloud nine right now. Um, it's, it's, it's a crazy feeling. So, what did you guys do Saturday night after the, you know the nets cut down? How do, you, how do you celebrate a state championship? I never got that chance. How do you celebrate? <laughs> well, we just, we just got together with the team and just, just had a good time with each other, talking, reflecting on the game and just our experience and uh, how it ended. You're at the foul line late in that ball game. You miss your second shot. We won't talk about that. But Martinsburg gets the rebound, calls timeout. They didn't have any timeouts. Were you, as a player, aware of the situation at that point? Yeah, I was. I was. But at first, I thought they had called a jump ball. But then I saw they signaled for the timeout. And then I was like, all right, we we got this now. Since uh, I realized they didn't have a timeout. So right then and there, I realized that, hey, this, this could be our state championship. Because you got two free throws coming up. K.J. McClurg, who's almost automatic at the line, he knocks him down. And at that point, you, you guys, you, you couldn't help but smile at that point. Yeah, I, hey, we, uh, I knew K.J. was going to knock both of them down. I've, I've watched him hit free throws his entire life, and uh, we had faith in him, and uh, he, uh, he did the job. Now let me tell a story on Jeff Bailey, the athletics director at University High, because I was stand- he was over there perched on his trash can, Sarah. He, he can't sit down. He stands by the trash can that's at the end of the bench. I was doing the, the sideline reporting. Yeah. Okay. And we're watching Caden take these foul shots. Martinsburg gets the rebound, calls timeout, and he immediately jumps up off the trash can. He looks at me. His eyes are as big as I've ever seen. He goes, <laughs> they don't have any timeouts. <laughs> I went, no, they don't at all. <laughs> he knew it at that point. He couldn't, uh, couldn't contain the right. excitement at that point. <laughs> Hey, he he just told me that's the lucky trash can. So don't be don't be taking <laughs> shots at him like that. <laughs> Let me ask a question, and and we can come back to the very specifics of the game and being champs. But outside of winning the game and outside, you know, being state champs and the actual athletics side of things, why has being on the basketball team and why has participating in this been so valuable for you as a person? I mean, it's a it's a great experience, and uh, putting that University Hawks jersey on is just it's it's an it's it's awesome. With the players that have played before me, the seniors that we had last year, um, it's it's great to great to bring back a state championship for them. And uh, 
I'm never going to forget the three years and now four years coming up of being a being a UHS Hawk, and uh, it's been the best times of my life, and I'll I'll cherish them for for the rest of my life. How many text messages did you have when you got back to the locker room Saturday night? Uh, to be honest, I'm still I'm still going through all my all my messages. I haven't I haven't even been able to get through all of them. It's 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 been crazy. Did, were you able to sleep Saturday night? No, I I wasn't. I I laid in bed for a good solid three hours, just with my eyes wide open, looking at the ceiling, just just trying to realize what just happened. So, uh, but it was it was it was a good no sleep. I I was I, I felt rested, but. I was I was cherishing the moment. <laughs> where was the point in the season, or, or was there a point in the season where you guys kind of looked at each other and thought, "Hey, we've we've got something special here. We can make a run can at the whole this. thing." Yeah. Well, as I've always said, when we went to Myrtle Beach and uh, we uh, played a nationally ranked team in Coxville, North Carolina, and uh, we we fought with them, and we thought we should have won the game, and we were in in the game the entire time. Uh, Right then, after that game, we realized we realized we had something special and we had something we could work with. And uh, now we did have some step backs when we lost to Willing Park that re- regathered our focus. And then when we lost to MHS in the sectional final, that was I felt like that was a much needed loss because it, it it focused us back to what our goal was and what could actually happen if we don't play together. So uh, we knew we knew all along that we. Uh, we could get the job done, and uh, we just needed to work together, play as a team, and uh, we did that. Is there anything planned at school today? Is there a celebration? There's got to be an assembly or something going on. I'm not. I'm not sure. I haven't been told, but I have <laughs> been. I have been stopped by almost everyone in the hallway just congratulating me, and uh, it's it's an awesome it's an awesome feeling. You know, this is the parade-ness town in the country. Why don't we, let's just have a parade, <laughs> right? I mean, we that's have a parade for everything saying. else, I right? I just want a police escort. That's that, <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> Where is the trophy right now? It's sitting in Mr. Bailey's office right here next to me. I can't I can't stop looking at it. It's, not taking it it's, out of your sight, huh? No, no. I'm, I might have to take it home with me and, and sleep with it. <laughs> I think that's what uh, Jeff did, sir. He took yeah. it home. No, he probably did. <laughs> How fun has this run been? I talked to you Saturday night. You and KJ and several of these guys have all played together for, for years. How How fun has this ride been you know to reach the the point of you know championship level here in west virginia yeah it's it's been incredible um i can call my teammates brothers um i've been playing with them since third and second grade and i just i wish we could have we could have got it done last year with that senior group that would have been an amazing moment with them but glad we could do it this year and we uh we did it for those seniors and uh um we uh we enjoyed every single moment this year and uh we wanted to Send Ronnie Bucklew and Tyler Blum out the right way, and uh, we did that. Talking to Caden Matheny with the University Hawks, crowned champions over the weekend. Did it feel especially good to beat Martinsburg? You beat the undefeated team, you beat the top-seeded team, and the team that knocked you out of the tournament a year ago. I'm not going to lie. It was, it, was, <laughs> it was a special moment beating them, knowing that they knocked us out last year. So it was a little, a little sweet revenge there that, uh, that it happened. Uh, what class are we uh, keeping you from right now? Oh, uh, it's um, it's don't tell anyone, but it's it's a dance class. So it's it's ah! it's an easy one. It's an easy one. Well, what, okay, well, hang on here. What kind of dance? I just work, it... working on working on my footwork so I can mm-hmm. I can be better on be better on the basketball court. See, I is love it, this. You are you're bringing together the arts. And the, or... I see. This is good. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
That's smart, too. You see how he went, oh, I'm working on my footwork yeah. as a point yeah. guard. Uh-huh. I like that. Hey, Emmett Smith won Dancing with the Stars. Jerry oh, Rice is one dancing with yeah. the stars. Yeah, that's a hey, that that could be that, that could be one of my goals. I that, never know. <laughs> hey, dancers are are superior athletes. No, they really are. So, hey, there Dave, are other you advantages. Laugh it up no, over there. because there are other advantages to those skills beyond <laughs> the playing field. And I'll just leave it there. I'll just leave it there. Jeez. Hey, Kate. Hey, appreciate the time. Congratulations on the championship uh, once again, and. Uh, Enjoy it because there's going to be a big target on your back next season. Yep. 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 We'll be we'll be ready. We uh we know what's at stake next year. We know uh we won the state championship, so we know what it takes. So uh, we'll be ready. All right. Congratulations. Now get back to dance class. Love the thank hawk you. pride. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you for having me. Anytime. Uh, University uh, junior Caden Matheny. Four starters will be back for that team next year right. off the state championship. Feel good about that. Dance class, huh? Why are you? I think that's great. I think that's fantastic, and it probably does help them. Yeah. Oh, it's it's totally because of the footwork, right? Right. Yeah, I'd take a dance class too, actually, just for the yeah, footwork. That was really cute. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Hawks won the Triple uh, H Championship. Also, I just want to give a quick shout out. Uh, don't want to forget Morgantown played a great game against Capital in the quarterfinals. Uh, Cougars just made one more play than they did in that ball game. And Trinity had a great run in class single A, pushed uh, number one Webster County as far as the Highlanders could go. And probably, the, not probably, it was the closest game Webster mm-hmm. County had played all season. Uh, pushed them right to the end, but uh, the top seeded Highlanders uh, ended up coming up uh, victorious there in the uh, semifinals. But uh, it was a great tournament all the way around um, for Gay County Schools. Saw the superintendent down. He was down there, I think, for every game, Dr. Campbell. Ran into a bunch of people, so uh, it was a fun tournament. Great tournament. Webster County, by the way, you should have seen the crowd they brought. There wasn't a soul <laughs> left in Webster County on Saturday. They were all there. Good for them. All I of love them. that. Uh, Uzu brought a good crowd. Morgantown brought a good crowd for those quarterfinal games. So it's, I love it. It is one of you the things. It, it helps to build community. You can help to build community you around know, these that, types of athletic events. Let me tell you, and I hope you don't take offense to this as being a, a, a Morgantonian. Mm-hmm. Morgantonian? Should sure, go with that? I'll sure. take that. That is one of the things that is missing here, I think, uh-huh. is when you come from these small communities, Webster County, St. Mary's in Webster County in the quarterfinals, the place was packed to the smallest, you know, smaller schools in the state. And it's your hometown. It's more than just the school in the town. Mm-hmm. It's, it's your community. And everybody shows up. And in Chapmanville, you know, Chapmanville, that school is the town and they brought i mean most of chapmanville shows mm-hmm. up and you well, get to the bigger schools and you get to where mm-hmm. you know i'm not from morgantown i don't have an allegiance you know as mm-hmm. far as that's my mm-hmm. school but uh you know you it, also it's, i mean it's you a, lose a some of that with the bigger yeah. consolidations mm-hmm. Because you also have then other offerings there's also a lot more than just that's basketball true. or football or, and so that's there's true. a lot more to but do the, but yeah, the consolidations I, mm-hmm. you know DuPont, that used to be the t- school. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people down there that, uh, what is it, um, Riverside? That's not, I didn't go to there. I went to East Bank. I went to DuPont. A lot of that down there. Anyway, uh, congratulations <laughs> to the Hawks. That's a whole rant for another day. Yeah. But I was glad to see that team and uh, the coaching staff there. A couple of longtime coaches on the staff, Barry Sanders, John Ellis, getting some uh, 
state championship bling there as well. So uh, congratulations to all them. We'll talk city issues coming up. Boy, I've got a lot of issues, but right now let's get a check from the Metro News Anchor Desk. Find out what's happening across the state. Join the conversation at 1-800-765-8255. This is the Talk of the Town on WAJR. Uh, Air on the host. I forgot. Let me also mention Fairmont Senior made it to this finals again this year. Uh, In Class AA, the Polar Bears uh, just got beat by a a better Chapmanville team. Good Chapmanville team, and Polar Bears came up empty. That was a fun game. Um, I would also be remiss if I didn't mention RCB. Making it to the tournament as well in Lewis County. And Grafton also making it to the tournament as well. Great representation uh, from up here in uh, North Central and Central West Virginia well, down at the tournament in Charleston. Here's the best part. We've got comprehensive coverage from Charleston. Go to WVMetroNews.com. You can also uh, watch the championship games in their entirety uh, over at the website as well. Speaking of Fairmont real quick, and, and we'll, of course, hit this before we end the show today, but this week we're going to be uh, talking to some of those Fairmont City Manager candidates. So Yeah. Are, I mean, are we on this show? Oh, I thought. No, oh. maybe not. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Just We kidding. haven't talked in a week. Okay. Uh, they're <laughs> going to be in town. They are going to be in town for a public forum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they're going to tour the friendly city on Wednesday. And um, they're going to murals, of course. Oh. I mean, where else... Do you take How somebody? You have to take list? them. That's what I want to know. <laughs> right. How do I get lunch at Muriel's? Uh, <laughs> Where do that we take them here? Up. Oliverio's? Mm. Find a way to. Yeah, Oliverio's. Puglioni's like would place. be up there. Oh, mm-hmm. Should we be doing this? I don't know. No, I don't know. Yeah, probably not. Probably Sorry. not. Uh, but uh, yes, they will be in town. Now, they have not been publicly identified yet. Okay. That sounds like they did something wrong. They haven't <laughs> named them publicly yet. Uh, but obviously, the cat will be out of the bag when they show up on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, but we will uh, we'll talk some more Fairmont coming up as they uh, are nearing the end of their search for a new city manager. Um, last week, we talked to city manager Paul Brake, Morgantown city manager, about the budget, about the city attorney. Um, didn't get a lot of time to really hash that out. Um, Iowa left, went to the state tournament. We talked to FTDR on Tuesday. Uh, you talked to Ron Delaney on Wednesday. And here we are in this situation again with the city of Morgantown where – just because you can do something doesn't mean you necessarily should. And the plan is to outsource the services for a city attorney. Instead of having a full-time city attorney on staff, they'll outsource it to a private law firm. Am I accurate so far, Sarah? Mm-hmm. That's part of the plan in the city budget coming for the fiscal year to eliminate the attorney. And on the surface, there's nothing wrong with any of this. It, it, it's it's all fine. On the surface, there's nothing wrong here. But we get into this gray area again. Why is the city of the attorney the only department that's being outsourced? Why not engineering? Why not finance? Why is this the only one that makes sense? Why is this the only one where it's more efficient to do it this way? So they say. Why is part of the deal that the law firm that ends up with this contract has to hire the current city attorney? You know, Paul Brake said something interesting during his interview here, that institutional memory was very important, right? He said that. Mm-hmm. that. And that's one of the reasons he wants the current city attorney to continue in his capacity. That did not seem to be a priority, institutional memory or prior experience, when hiring a new assistant city manager, a new city clerk, a new media relations specialist. That didn't seem to be a priority for any of those positions, but for city attorney, it's a priority. 
Why was the city council not broached about this topic prior to the presentation of the budget? Seems to me if you want to essentially eliminate an entire city position, you would approach the city council. Has the city attorney provided legal counsel on this one, by the way? I, I, I don't know. I'm just I asking no the question because he, he stands to benefit greatly from all this. Which, again, would be a violation then oh, of I mean, actual code and charter. Yeah, go on. It just doesn't pass the smell test. These are questions that should be asked by the seven members of city council. Now, city council was basically told, oh, well, it's, this is an administrative move. I really don't need your approval. So this brings me to our overall larger question. With the municipal election less than a month away right now, what's the point? Who cares? Why vote? Why have a city council if this city council is not going to take responsibility for pretty much anything? We've sat here for two years, whether it's been Haymaker Forest, whether it's been the Cherry Trees, whether it's been Mub. I mean, how many? we can go down the list, and what's been the answer that we get all the time, Sarah? City well, manager. The city manager, the finance director, public work. I mean, everybody else in the world will take responsibility, except for these seven members who you elect, residents of Morgantown, who where the buck should stop with them. What's the point? I, I listened to the interview last week with you did with Ron Delaney. Mm -hmm. That was and, two weeks ago. Oh, two weeks. Was it two weeks ago? Mm -hmm. I thought it was last week. My weeks run together. Nonetheless, I listened to the interview with Ron Delaney. He said, well, you know, we're just basically passing these, when it comes to the budget and general spending and we're, you know, okay, well, then why are we even putting a budget in front of you? Why even have a public hearing, a first and second reading, if you're not really going to dive into it? If you're not going to question the city manager, there's what, three people, three people the city council can manage by the charter. One of them is a city manager. If you're not going to ask questions about the elimination of an entire department, what are you going to ask questions about? It just does not pass the smell test for me here. Have you? Uh, part of the contract is you have to hire this attorney. You you have to bring him on and hire him. Does he fall? Would he fall under city personnel rules or not? Does he get city compensation or not? Does he get city pension or not? I got a lot of questions here. These questions should be answered. And this should not have been rolled out as part of the, the budget for next year. You, you bring this up prior, and that's why this goes back to your whole diatribe about the process. When you are crafting the budget, you have work sessions before a budget is presented, and you say, one of the things we might look at for fiscal year 20 is outsourcing the services of the city attorney. And then you talk about that in a budget work session, and then you... Either go, yeah, we're for it. No, we're not for it. Don't put that in the budget. We're your boss, city manager. Something this, this, these seven seem to not comprehend. Mm -hmm. We're your boss. Don't put that in the budget. And it's not in the budget. But they get a budget. They pass it on first reading, 7-0. Don't ask any questions about it. Everybody seems all hunky-dory about it. And it doesn't raise any red flags to anybody on this council. Come on. Come on. So what's the point? That's why 1,500 people, 2,000 people, out of, what, 20,000 registered voters in Morgantown will vote on April 30th. And that's why nothing will change. Completely apathetic. Ran over. Okay, yeah. That was my big question. <laughs> my big question is what, I, 
explain to me, and this is something that we will get into as we get closer to the election and we talk to uh, candidates, what is the purpose? What is the role of a city council member? Because clearly I have a different philosophical view of what that role is, but not just philosophical. I guess I'm not understanding from from an actual um, defined job description what this role is because to me it is very and I keep hearing this this verbiage that is well no you don't understand what we do we are just here to look at policy this is policy (laughs) this is a policy change this is a policy change the other thing is no you cannot and and we you know Rachel Fetty came on um, at the end of the show Friday and I didn't get a lot of time to I didn't get to come back to her and I didn't get a lot of time to, to sort of discuss this but she made the comment, you know, we cannot micromanage city employees. And to some degree, that is absolutely 100% true. However, to your point, Dave, there are certain employees that fall under the guidance of the city council. And one of those is the city manager. Here's what I'm struggling with. Why are, why are the city council members not feeling empowered? You know, they are not powerless. They have the power here. You are his boss. So if something doesn't sit right... You have to say it. It is your job. It is your responsibility. And it can no longer be, oh, well, we're just going to pass the buck because, well, the city manager made this choice and we don't have any power. That's not true. And passing the buck is not okay. You've got to make some of these changes. And frankly, this budget, passing this budget, the way that this budget is being passed is major policy change, too. There are changes that are happening. A couple of things there. We went through this in Morgantown a couple of years ago with the prior city council. And what the issues were, were certain members of council were directing employees, not not the city manager, but staffers, employees, Mm -hmm. which you, by the charter, are not able to do. And there's a reason for that. You keep a buffer there. Yes. Between. So, you know, so you don't have city council members abusing city services. That's that's what it's established for. But you do, by the charter, have you, uh, the manager, the clerk, and I think there's a third one there. I can't think of it off the top of my head. They work for you. Mm-hmm. And it feels for like. Us. They work for us. Well, they work the manager for the works city for the council. Of Morgantown. You can the city tell of them Morgantown gets the council members to work for them. That is what. I, it, that is important. This is an overall city of Morgantown we, issue. And, and this goes back to. I don't know. It's policy and it's procedure. Dave, Sarah, why are well, you know why are you hammering yeah. on this? Because this goes back to this pattern over the last two years. How many times have we sat here and gone, "Whoa, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. That never came up during a committee of the whole meeting. I don't remember this ever being talked about." Uh, go back, see the mob ordinance where they had an ordinance that seemingly came out of nowhere to put the city manager on the board per- permanently. Where where was that? conversation ever had prior to and we never did get a really good answer of where that came from did we same thing here where did this this seems to have come out of left field i don't remember the city council having a discussion during a committee the whole meeting certainly didn't have a budget work session prior to to go how can we be more efficient could it be more efficient absolutely could could it be worse i don't know could it be better did you look at other departments and see Hey, can we do this in other areas to save taxpayer money? Are we looking where, at where is all that? At the old school pros and cons list? 
what are the pros versus the cons? Because one of the things that I am having trouble grappling with here is the pros versus the cons, especially because all of the pros I've heard. Exactly. The pros that I have heard seem to be immediately contradicted by a a second con. (laughs) So I I keep going back and forth going, wait a minute. So what, who is gaining? Have we done our homework? Have we done our research? Is there a planner? Is this one of those things we're just calling out? We're we're a broken record. It's the same issue every time something comes up. Go back to Haymaker Forest. There wasn't a, it wasn't presented to city council. Here's what we can do. Here's what would happen if we do it. Here's what could happen. Here's the good. Here's the bad. It's your Mm Saul's decision. It was a, here's why we should do this. And here's all the great things. Uh, don't don't worry about the paying for it part over here. We'll figure that out later. Yeah. Mug, same needs thing. To... What are the pros and cons here? This thing's dysfunctional at this point. Oh yeah. But here's here's this here's the sad truth. You ready? Lean in close. Listen. It's not going to change. It's not going to change. You know why? Because four races are uncontested right now. Only four people showed up to even try to run. One made up signatures to try to get on the ballot. So that only leaves three contested races. And I don't know that there's a whole lot of get up and go in those three candidates right at the moment. I think this sense of apathy is because you know what's coming. I mean, they they said it in the meeting. They're going to pass. And there's not a doubt in my mind a 1% sales tax will be passed before the end of May. That's coming. And... Hey, your user fee is probably going up as well. Okay. I, I, I mean, but what's the point of a city election if the people you elect aren't going to do their job or think they're doing their job but aren't doing their job? I don't know. I don't know. Pay attention, Fairmont. You're hiring a city manager. You got three candidates in. Pay attention. Pay attention, Bridgeport. You're looking for a city manager. Pay attention. This is why you go out and vote. The local election. It's, I mean, it, 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 this, this sticks in my crosshair. This is the one that impacts you directly. You can make immediate direct change by voting in a local election, and we can't get anybody to come out for them. Oh, we'll show up and vote for senator. Won't vote for mayor. 800-765-TALK, 800-765-8255. You can text us, 304-TALK, 304. It's fine. Boy, that was two weeks. Just... Greater Morgantown area is just going to swallow up city of Morgantown. That's where we're going. Just going to be swallowed up. Well, that's that's fine. That's where we're going. Let's take a break. 800-765-TALK, 800-765-8255. Dave and Sarah. Listen to the Talk of the Town podcast anytime, anywhere, online at WAJR.com. All right, let's go to the phones. Martin in Clarksburg, you're up. Good morning, buddy. Good morning. Hey, man. I, I enjoy your show. You guys are doing a great job. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm a former city councilman, mm-hmm. and I have a pet peeve about what a councilman's responsibilities are. Um, you know, I'm, I'm saddened that people don't study civics anymore because they seem to forget that councilmen are representatives of the people. You know, we have a representative-type government. And as the representatives, they have an overwatch responsibility. And the big problem with a lot of cities, and the reason problems develop, 
is because councilmen don't take that seriously. They say, oh, my job is just to make policy. They want to be a one-hour councilman, one hour a week or every other week, and that's it. They don't want to ask questions. They don't want to look into things. Uh, and, and because of that, you have a lot of corruption in government because people aren't doing their oversight. So, you know, I don't know what all you think about it, but I do think council people should have an oversight. Hey, Martin, I appreciate you weighing in, uh, bringing that perspective. Thank you so much. And I do agree. I yeah. agree completely. Completely agree with you there, Martin. Uh, Morgantown Deputy Mayor Jenny Salinas called in. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning. What can we do How for you? How are you all today? Doing well. Good. The floor is yours. Good. What can we do for you? Well, uh, you were trying to remember the third uh, responsibility as far as personnel for city council, and uh, that would be the city judge. Judge? <clears throat> Pardon me. That'd be the city judge. Um, <clears throat> I think the reason we have three-hour budget sessions looking through all the details of the budget is because we have a pretty hands-on council person. I can't tell you of any of the council people who put in there a couple of hours uh, the first and third Tuesdays and then go home and, and aren't participating. Um, we all participate in three or more of our boards and commissions. We all participate in our neighborhood associations. Uh, this is a pretty, uh, for policymakers, we're, we go pretty far down into the weeds, I would say. I wouldn't say that we're um, just glancing at, at items and passing them on. Had you been told about eliminating the city attorney prior to the first reading of the city budget? Uh, I had heard I had heard about it on one occasion, and it's not being eliminated. It's just changing its form. There's still going to be a dedicated attorney to the city as required by the charter. Uh, there still will be which um, is on the right page in my charter here. Uh, there still will be. Uh, in addition to the city attorney, there are going to be uh, different special counsels um, provided by whatever law firm is selected, and those those um, people will handle the overflow. And I think that the reason that this is being brought up at this time, as uh, spoken by the city manager and then also referred to by Ron Delaney in his excellent interview with all of you, um, there's been more and more um, services needed in our legal, legal department, and here we are. How do you handle that? And so that's why other departments are not being considered for that. That's why legal department is being considered, is that there are lots of specialties that are involved. And so by working through a dedicated firm, then different specialists could be used rather than just hiring one generalist to work with our city attorney. Okay. We would be um, having... The availability of different hey, specialists okay. and, an, and, an, and an arrangement. So it just is something that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that's the type of thing that we hire a really great manager for is to bring to us some of these ideas that will have some well, potentially. You just said you, you really get down into the weeds about policy, Jenny. And then you turn around and just told me that you think you heard about this maybe prior to the first reading of the budget. Why wasn't there a formal discussion before you're presented? with the first reading of the city budget. Why is that the first time that you're formally being told about this? Because our city manager works full-time. Our city manager is dealing with a lot of different issues. So he doesn't and have time to tell you about a major policy change? 
lots of major policy changes and, and items come to us through the budget because it's, it's the planning document, as in this two-year budget, which also gives us lots of time to talk about different things, like you were talking about the 1% sales but tax. But I'm talking about this change. Why, why didn't it come up at a committee of the whole meeting? Why wasn't there a budget work session prior to a first reading where this could have been talked in about? Part, in part because what we're doing is we're approving the budget portion of this. We can have discussions about this type of outsourcing. Okay, then but why not? not but but you're not, approving a budget that's already being changed. Why not just approve a regular budget, then come back in later and make the change or if it's so easy? wouldn't you have to approve this as a change before the budget numbers go in? And, and again, this, this is, goes back to the is, process this about... This is the budgetary portion. This is not any of the policy portion about how we would change that type of thing. This but, is... This is the money portion. You have to change the policy portion before you can get into the money portion, though, right? Otherwise, how do you know how much money it's going to cost? Well, we're going to have a legal department either way, and it's going to have a budget either way. So it doesn't matter whether it's a full-time attorney on staff or it's contracted out? That's not going we're to impact gonna, that budget line? Have, we're required by the charter to have a full-time attorney, and we're going to still have a full-time attorney. I don't understand what the alarm is about this. The alarm is that you guys were not told about this change prior to the budget. The alarm is also this contract requires a private law firm to hire this city attorney. It seems like we're trying to get the city attorney a private job with a client and guaranteed employment. That's what it kind of feels like here, Jenny. And nobody's asking that question well, no, on council. The bigger the question city, is, is the it city, in... The city, whoa, whoa, whoa. The city attorney will always be... At the, it says, if you look in the charter, it says... Wait, your city manager said part of this contract will be hiring Ryan Simonson, Jenny. He said it. We got to go. Hoppy's next. <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.